Raise your hand if you believe that there's too much big money in American politics today. If you agree with that sentiment, then you should meet Farhad Mohit. He's the founder of The Good Party, a nonprofit organization building free and open source tools to turn grassroots supporters into voters. Their goal is to support grassroots and ideal candidates who are challenging the status quo and enrich politicians on both sides of the aisle. Mohit joined me this week to discuss the platform in greater detail and how he hopes it'll influence the American political system for the better. I'm Kevin McShann. Let's have this conversation. Absolutely, Farhad. I want to uh, take a few seconds to welcome you to the program, and we're, we're excited to learn all about the Good Party uh, this afternoon. So great to be with you this afternoon, and thanks so much for being here. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me on. Excited to get talking about it. So uh, I'll start you off with a, just a simple question by asking you uh, to explain the concept behind the Good Party. I know it's a nonprofit grassroots organization that, that wants to uh, turn out the vote for uh, for voters across the country in a different way. So can you tell me about that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, so uh, you know, big money has really corrupted politics. Uh, the idea and, uh, you know, the idea of, uh, of democracy being for all has been changed a little bit because of how much money it takes to run for office. Uh, so 99% of the congressional incumbents get most of their money from big money sources. I don't know if people know that. 99% get most of the money they need to get reelected uh, from big money sources. And 90% and of them get reelected uh, year after year to, 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 to serve based on how much money they've raised. So whoever raises the most money gets reelected. 99% of them get most of the money from big money. So no wonder that even though Congress has an 18% approval rating, nothing changes. These incumbents keep getting getting in and, and, and that happens. So that was the problem that we saw. And, the, and you know, I'm a technologist by trade. Uh, I've been building startups for a long time. And so, so my thought was that we can use technology as a lever so people, candidates, grassroots candidates with good ideas can turn out, uh, you know, turn their supporters on social media and other places into voters and Hope, help get over this hump of needing so much money. Uh, because if, if you need to raise that much money to be elected, uh, it has to all come from big money sources, then your ear has to be the big money, not to the people, not to the ideas. So you have to only 
cater all your ideas and everything else to big money. And that, that's sort of the problem that we've, we're dealing with. And it's a, it's a massive problem if you, if you kind of like scale that across all of the government uh, agencies and, and, and all the different parts of things. It's, it's, just, it's just running amok. And I know that your goal is to uh, sort of support these uh, grassroots uh, candidates to give people another alternative to big money politics. So from a more broader view, can you just tell me how the movement and effort is going? Yeah, so so the, the, the whole idea here was to build sort of uh, um, uh, the ability for these candidates to be able to take their ideas and use their, their themselves as the conduit of those ideas and get some name recognition for themselves get get spread these spread the word across uh, and have sort of a word of mouth kind of ca catching so basically what we're doing is we're building this sort of a um a kickstarter if you would for democracy uh, by that i mean every campaign is you know you have crowdfunding campaigns where people come up with an idea and so many other people start to support the idea they, they donate money and they spread the word. We don't want people donating money. We want people pledging their votes and then spreading the word, saying, "Hey, this particular candidate has a great set of ideas. We want, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'd add my vote to this person." And and we basically uh, uh, have that, that that your vote not only added to it but also spread. And then and then just like a crowd voting campaign, we show you a crowdfunding campaign. We show you the number of votes needed to win. We show you how many votes. Have already come in for this person. How many people pledge for it, and sort of, sort of what what that delta is. So by showing how you know how the campaign is going and kind of bringing visibility into it, you get this hope that that yes, this candidate can actually win. And as you get this, the hope that the candidate can win, more people hopefully come in and uh, and start doing that. So we're 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 sort of uh, putting all the infrastructure in place for that. And it's important to note it's all free to to candidates. So we we you know you don't have to pay. To use the service we're building free open source software because this has to be part of the infrastructure of democracy and you can't pay to play uh and you can't try to make money out of this that, that would be ridiculous that would be just playing into the same game and it would a different with a different path and tell me i'm also curious to uh get your thoughts on uh, the state of the current political system i know uh, that uh, not much gets done in washington and part of the reason you created this was sort of the back, backlog of the inactivity. So I'm just wondering if I can get your thoughts on the current political system uh, over there in America. Yeah, the, 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 way that it, the way that it works right now in, in, in the US is that you, know, you have to pick your side. You're either red or you're blue, by and large. When you, you're right when, or you're wrong, right? Yeah, it depends. You know, if you're red, you're red, you're blue, you're blue. You have to kind of take their whole slate, uh, the, that, the party's whole slate of offerings, and you have to kind of uh, obstruct anything the other side is trying to do. Uh, and you have to point fingers uh, to say, no, it, this didn't work because it's their fault, the blue's fault or the red's fault. Um, and, and, and you can't compromise on anything because you're just kind of, uh, if you compromise on something and work together, then you really have to produce results. But the system isn't designed to produce results. It's designed to produce animosity, divisiveness, and ultimately, you know, drama for TV, pundits, political things. It's, it's sort of a, a, a completely dysfunctional. The issues are all issues to fight over and, and take sides on rather than trying to find the middle ground and solve problems for people. And, and that's the way this political industrial complex kind of works. It likes it that way. There's a $16 billion industry per year 
that is, uh, you know, just just political punditry, the strategists, the lobbyists, uh, the, the 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 politicians trying to get reelected, and uh, and and it's 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 not a very uh, healthy system for democracy at all because uh, all, you know basically all that all that the people are doing is not doing anything and pointing to the other side as the as the, as a problem instead of getting together and getting working on the hard problems the countries face. And what, uh, tell me, what do you think is the key to move movements like the uh, Good Party being sustainable? Well, I think what we're doing in this election cycle, and we're, you know, is is that we're trying to put in together the basics of it. So the basic infrastructure of a crowd voting campaign, and we have eight races which we feel are close enough uh, where we can, uh, um, you know, kind of maybe impact the outcome of them uh, and show that crowd voting can actually bring more people into the into the equation, bring new voters. There's a hundred million people. Uh, eligible people who are not voting in America. Think about that. There's 63 million people voting red, 66 million people voting blue as of the last election. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen this time, obviously, but 100 million eligible non-voters, most of them young. So the question really is, why are these people standing on the sideline uh, and what can get them engaged? If we can show that we can move you know, enough of of the people from being disengaged to become engaged because now they're seeing a good option, not just voting lesser of two evils and seeing an op a path to get a good grassroots candidate elected. And we can point to that. I think that was, is one of the main keys to sustainability because then because it's an open source system, because it's free for everyone to use, it becomes a path for many, many others to join the fray, both on the candidate side and for people who have been standing on the sideline, not excited about either uh, of the lesser of two evils uh, to see, wow, good options, good ordinary people who have great ideas and capabilities can actually become uh, uh, elected into Congress. This becomes one of the, the keys to sustainability. And I think then that opens the door to lots of other uh, things because, because we're a free open source software, we, we, we also need some capital to sustain ourselves. And we have enough to, to get ourselves going to, to get sort of hopefully some of these wins. But my sense of it is that as we build it, if they come, lots of other people will come in to support this. This should be an infrastructural type uh, technology that, that all candidates can use in order to level the playing field and have democracy function properly. There's no reason why this should not be part of the fabric of democracy, not just in America, but everywhere across the world. And that's one of the other reasons, by the way, we make it free and open source. If you want to use it in your country, uh, go ahead and take the core, uh, the, the core code, fork it and, and, and you know, customize it for whatever the special, special uh, areas of any country, special requirements of any country an election is. And you can do that. And so that, that's that's what we feel uh, some success. And then and then the open source system will kind of uh, hopefully kick in and lots of people will use it and, 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 and perpetuate it and support it. And uh, we talked about how the political system is broken. And one of the things that you say you want a more human centric uh, approach to politics. So how do you think a movement like yours can help uh, uh, influence or shift uh, the political uh, discussion for the greater good? Okay, so at the moment, you know, uh, human centric 
you know, democracy is supposed to be human centric, right? Democracy is supposed to work for the many and also protect the rights of the minority. So what, just by its definition, democracy is supposed to be human centric. The issue is that sort of capital itself, the money has taken over the rulemaking apparatus and it's creating rules and, and, and absurdities that are not good for vast swaths, majority of people, but it also, I think it's as, as past the tipping point where it's not even good for the 0.1%, the 0.1% who you know, control increasingly amounts of the world's wealth and resources are not as well off. I mean, financially, they keep stacking the money on top of itself, but, and they can't even stop it. But you know, keep, imagine, imagine you know, someone like Zuckerberg or Bezos, um, they cannot walk into a Starbucks and buy a coffee without a huge security detail. Uh, um, uh, you know, just, uh, the, the statistic was that Zuckerberg spends $24 million a year uh, protecting himself. Uh, I would bet that Bezos would not feel comfortable walking around in his own factories, uh, in his own warehouses. Uh, there, there, there's a risk for him. That means that, that, that he's not in as good a place as he was when he was just a little bit, you know, more, uh, less, less, uh, you know, vilified uh, by many parts of society. And of course, the 80% at the bottom who are seeing their standard of living decrease are not as well off either. So, so the, the, the notion is that if we can get democracy to start bringing the rules back, to well, if you start put people in the center of democracy, get unconflicted candidates who are not beholden to money and capital uh, um, elected, they can start building rules that are more fair and ethical for for all of society. And as they do that, everyone benefits, including the people at the at the, at the tippy top who are who are uh, uh, you know supposedly winning right now, but they're not winning because they don't have. Uh, safety and security. They can't walk around uh, unfeathered. That's, 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 that's a terrible situation for everybody. And my final question for you, I'm uh, also curious to know, I know that you, you come from a background of having a commercial success and now you've uh, sort of pivoted towards uh, the politics realm and giving people in grassroots uh, a chance to be heard and, and, and and profile in a positive way. So I'm wondering, uh, why are you so passionate about this movement? And why do you feel so connected? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an immigrant myself, first generation. My parents picked this country, the US, because of the constitution and the rules and, the, the, uh, and democracy. Uh, uh, I was in Iran, I came from Iran. Uh, and so we had experienced uh, how, how things can go. Um, and, and, you know, my, my you know, focusing on commercial success, my, I created something called BizRate, which was about ratings and having people have uh, access to information. And one of the first, you know, customer rating sites, Shopzilla was about, you know, price discovery and things like that. Uh, uh, even Flipagram, which is now TikTok, my, my sense of it was that it's a freedom of expression. Uh, one of the First Amendment rights we have, we should be able to express our ideas in the most powerful way possible and have them spread and reach a lot of people. Now, you know, TikTok got focused in on just the entertainment aspect, but uh, having all these, these skills, being an immigrant uh, who picked this country, now having resources uh, uh, that, 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 that are beyond what I need for my own self, I thought to myself, what, what can I do to have the biggest impact? What's the, where, where can I, you know, uh, um, where can I try to be helpful? 
and it just was you know the idea of you know more commercial success wouldn't is meaningless uh, to me and so it was you know where can we change you know have help people change the rules to make things better for everybody and and i think including myself uh, and uh, like i said the people who are supposedly winning in this situation do not win if there's no if there's no climate <laughs> the atmosphere if there's no you know if there's no safety in the streets if there's homelessness everywhere there's not a win for everybody so to me the 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 thing i'm doing is what where my skills my resources and my disposition say that i should be doing and that's 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 helping fix uh, this political system because democracy is supposed to result in better better outcomes than what's happening for everybody right now and i feel like it the, it, it's kind of like the negative aspect of it is where we are today relative to where we could be but the positive of it is there's so much capability with technology as a lever if we can get this thing starting to work we can change the rules as soon as you start changing the rules everything will change very very quickly we even saw even the in the pandemic when there was a shutdown for a little while how quickly the climate and everything else changed around the world it was just amazing that that quickly and that resiliently, the world's climate can change with just some simple rule changes. Now that wasn't sustainable the way that it was uh, it was shut down and everything else. But you can imagine if we could change the rules, uh, how mu how much better life could be for everybody. And that's 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 you know what else could what else could you be working on? You want to work on something that makes a makes an impact, changes the world, uh, and that's 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 what I feel like I'm, I'm working on right now. So I'm, I'm excited about it. Fantastic, Farhan. I want to uh, thank you for uh, spending a few minutes with me and telling me all about the platform of the Good Party and uh, sharing your personal story. Really enjoyed our uh, conversation this afternoon, and I want to thank you for being here. Thank you, Kevin. I, I truly enjoyed being on, and I hope everybody goes check that out. TheGoodParty.org. Thank you so much. See you on the see you on the platform. Fantastic, Farhan. Would